We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome to this Tuesday edition of the Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio here. Uh, still on Transfer Portal Watch. There's uh, no decision yesterday coming from... Um, Michael Trigg from Jackson Dart. One did come from Mason Brooks, though, almost picking up an offensive lineman for the 2022 season. We will, as always, discuss that. It is Groundhog Day when it comes to the uh, the portal, so that's on the agenda today. Ole Miss basketball tonight. They host the Missouri Tigers at 6 o'clock from the Pavilion. Missouri having a uh, fairly rough season to the point of – I obviously didn't tweet it out, but I got tricked by the troll account that had Conzo being fired a couple days ago. Um, tells you what, I, what, what, how much time I put into SEC basketball, though, is I saw it, just believed it, and then moved on and saw nothing else from it one way or the other the rest of the time for like 72 hours. Yeah, you're like, Conzo got fired. Yeah. Like, no, no, that's uh, a troll account. Yeah, okay, fine. Whatever. Yeah. I got nothing. So we'll discuss that. Uh, Ole Miss did announce some football coaches yesterday, finally. Not that there was really any worry or problem with that, but nonetheless, that was uh, was going on also. So uh, that and more coming up today on the uh, the podcast, the Oxford Exxon Highway Six West in Oxford, the Blue Sky location. Take advantage of um, the Exxon Mobile app, download it, or just take a picture of the QR code right there at the pump. It's a thousand points. That's ten bucks. Even the tank that you're filling up at the time, ten dollars off. A little bit of a reward there with all Blue Sky locations in Mississippi. Lunch specials five sixty nine, as you're aware of, and much more there. Great, uh, clean, convenient store. And uh, sorry, they're out Mississippi. I saw something a little distracted. They're out Mississippi, up and down I fifty five, and of course here in Oxford with the Oxford Exxon again coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are uh, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi six six two two five seven nineteen hundred is the number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within fifteen minutes and business hours. Right to the bottom line. No hassle. No haggle. You get your quote. The rest is completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do. And that's hop into a Clark Ford today. You will love the product. You love the service. Corey and the people at uh, Clark Ford, they'll go the extra mile because they want to be your truck guy. They want to be your car guy. Again, 662-257-1900. Guest, join us on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters Music and Food on the Square in Oxford. be a great place um, if you're coming in tonight for uh, Ole Miss Mizzou. 
or whatever the case may be, this weekend, the NFL playoffs, you got Ole Miss at Mississippi State, whatever, grab a burger, po' boy, have a beer, full bar, great appetizers, the whole deal there at Rafters, music and food on the square in Oxford, and also Rafters, New Albany. So, um, not a ton about the um, about the coach announcements. I mean, we knew they were coming. That was not really a shock. There was nothing in them, other than one little thing that's still not a big deal, but that that, that confused me a little bit. Um, Ole Miss announcing four additions to uh, to its staff. You were all very aware of those. Charlie Wash Jr. Really? as the uh, as the co offensive coordinator. Um, yes, Nick Savage, the strength coach. So he's um, the co offensive coordinator. That means there's another offensive coordinator. Well, that that is true. That is okay. the one thing that confused me a little bit. And in the okay. press release, it has the sentence: "Another co offensive coordinator position will be announced at a later date." Mm. Intrigue, if you will. Um, Maybe they're having a, like a. Maybe they're going to play that. You know, they play that baseball game with what appears to be a tennis ball, because nobody is wearing gloves out on the field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe they're going to have a like a home run derby or something, and whoever wins it is the co-offensive coordinator. Derek Nix versus John David Baker for all the marbles. John David Baker was already the passing game coordinator, so I don't know if that is any type of clue in this or not. I have no idea. Um, Derek could be people uh, like titles. Well, Derek has been elevated to assistant head coach. That is one thing that actually, because when I first saw that, I thought, oh, they're going to give Derek a co-host title because that makes sense. Um, but that is not in the release. He is named assistant head coach. Congratulations to him. Yeah, sure. Yeah. By the way, he just wrapped up his 14th season. I know. I mean, he and I've like, been here the whole look, time. Look, no joke at all. Like I'm being very serious. Like that level of. Stability at one program in the SEC across multiple staffs. I know. Three, four staffs? Four. It's his fourth staff. His first spring practice was my first day on the job. <laughs> Yo, you've seen it all. We've, <laughs> we've been in this together. <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, Nut, Freeze, Luke, Kiffin. That is remarkable. And yeah. yeah, some people might think I'm making fun. I'm not making fun at all. Like, I'm really serious. Like, that is... Like Mississippi pension, a real thing for Derek Nix. Yeah, for right sure. Now. So, for sure. Um, so I, I don't know. I have no clue who the co-OC is. I mean, I I, I got nothing. Because um, frankly, there's not room for a third cook. Um, you got Charlie. You got Lane. That feels like a like a full boat. Uh, so I don't I, I don't know. Whatever. Um, people ask about Partridge. He wasn't announced because he has no title change. He was already a co DC. He's still the co DC. He just kind of becomes a little more involved than he was. He's kind of the new Durkin, and then Kiffin's the new Partridge, if you will, is the way I interpret that. So, uh, does that make sense? Sure. You, you good with that? Yeah, I got no problem okay. with it. All Whatever. Right. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I don't know what it was. Markwell Backwell, uh, the new running backs coach, he obviously had that title at Houston. He went and saw Quinshawn Judkins, I think, before he even got some gear or anything. He was like just in like plain sweats and a sweatshirt when he saw Judkins the other day. I think they got got him. I wonder how that works. Got can him you, moving pretty can quickly. You, can you wear the gear before you're or technically you, employed? You can run to Walmart and grab some gear. I, mean, I guess you could, but I'm going to guess that he didn't run to Walmart no, to buy no. gear. He appeared to grab something that was enough of an Ole Miss color and a Houston color that he had in the closet that would that would fit the situation. It looked like just kind of like a gray jumpsuit. That Did you ever didn't figure out where that building. picture was taken? No, I tried. Because Judkins is in town because he's starting school today. Yeah, it's I mean, oh, everything's all good with him. I don't think there's any problems at all. So I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, 
I thought at first it was walk-ons because I couldn't remember like what their little entryway looked like. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Okay, it doesn't seem to really matter. Everything's fine with uh, with him. Yeah, no, he starts school today. Yeah, so he's good. Yeah, big day for him. First yeah. day of college. When you start school, that means it's over. Yeah, you go into class and we can put you to bed and move on I with our your day. first day of college is a big deal. It is. Yeah, sure. Try not to get lost. Syllabus day. Whole yeah. thing. Yeah, you can get lost on the college campus pretty good if you're not familiar with it. Yeah, and then uh, Chris Kippen, the uh, the other one, obviously. Co-DC, linebackers coach, Randall Joyner staying at defensive line. Um, Kippen, a co-DC title as uh, as well. I'd be curious to see some salary numbers when we get those. Um, that'll be a little interesting just from a, what they were with the previous staff to what they are with this staff, who gets bumps, who did different things. I mean, you know Partridge is in for a raise for sure. Um you don't anticipate, obviously, Weiss making what Lebby was making there at the end. Um, so I'm kind of curious would, to see how they not. how yeah. they how they balance that out from 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 that standpoint. I think they were adding some support stuff too, doing some different things behind the scenes with some with some money and some numbers and different mm-hmm. things. So anyway, that's it for uh, for new hires: Weiss, Blackwell, Kiffin, Savage. Um, heard a couple other names coming in support roles too. I think in the next couple of days, former players getting involved a little bit. Um, some different things. So okay. Anyway, yeah, I don't know. Anything else on that? Is you want to break that here? No, I don't. Um, <laughs> I'd rather not. I mean, it's not like changing the world. Oh, God, well, now this is going to do it. Like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm fine. All right. I just want to give you the opportunity. Anything else on that? Are you good? I'm good. I feel like it has been sufficiently covered. It has been sufficiently I feel like we've been covered. talking about it for about eight years. So, How many of these kids are early enrollees? It's like four, right? Is that it? And don't ask me the names. I, I, I'd have to go back and look. They sent that out on the original list. They said who, who the enrollees are. Oh, I didn't see. Georgia Rebel says he thought, thought he had American Conference gear on, had an A on the sweats. Oh, okay. Oh, it could be. Still, it's not team specific, but it's all you got. You're yeah. trying to make do best you can. Isn't that the part where you contemplate just putting on, like, civilian clothes, though? Like jeans and a. Sport you think hat. coaches even have civilian clothes? Well, like, they gotta have something, right? I mean, some of them you never see them wearing something that's not like the team issued gear. It's all they wear. I mean, I'm not making fun either because I live with a 15 year old who every day it's the same. It's the same thing. He wears that that often. He, he wears it every day because I I guess because he doesn't want to have to bother changing. Okay. So he just wears his practice gear to school. Oh, he does. Yeah, just every day. Oh. Like what he'll start doing when the season's over, I don't know. But once the the OHS season began, like training and all that stuff, he would just wear his stuff. Okay. Like if I see the black Oxford soccer hoodie, I know to get it washed and dried because he's going to wear gonna it. need that. He's going to need it again tomorrow. Okay. Uh, and then the one bit of news yesterday is we jump into the portal talk later, but uh, Mason Brooks committing to Ole Miss, the uh, the offensive tackle from Western Kentucky. He chose the Rebels over Auburn, Texas Tech, the other uh, the other finalist for him. Neil really Spoke impressive him guy. Yeah, I talked to him yesterday at length. He was he was good. I'm so used to telling guys, hey, I'll do this in two minutes. We'll get in and out quick. Done. And we ended up having like an actual conversation. So it was it's kind of shocking. We knew this anyway. Nick Broker announcing his intention to return for a uh, for another season. 
the, the tea leaves point to James and Brooks being the tackles and Broker moving inside is apparently what the tea leaves are, are showing here. Well, I mean, look, if Nick's going to play at the next level, he's he's got to become proficient in the interior at the least. His versatility might give him another another uh, layer of of attractiveness to an NBA franchise, NBA to an NFL franchise. But uh, Brooks played right tackle exclusively the last two years at Western Kentucky. He has played some left tackle. He can play the interior in a pinch, but his strength is at tackle. And um, I think Jeremy can play left tackle. I mean, I do. I think that's his future for sure. Um, so, you know, broker, Nick's really smart. Um, he, he could move around. And look, Ole Miss has been blessed until this last year. This last year it got tested. Injuries? Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, you go into a <laughs> you go into a season with, hey, we got these five offensive linemen. We really love them. We're ready to roll. That is, that is a that is a risky strategy. It's roulette every day. Yeah, I that's, mean, you're... that is probably not the ideal approach to a season. You... Well, they've gone through two seasons like that over like the last eight, where no one got hurt. Yeah, just game this thing. Five guys play. You'd ask somebody like, "What are you going to do if somebody gets hurt?" They'd look at you like, "Don't you say it? <laughs> Don't you say it?" So you have no plan. We do not. Yeah, there was a cliff between five and six, and then six to seven. God help us all. Yeah, so, in twenty twelve had a had a, a lineman gone down. I think they just waved the white flag. They played the whole year with five linemen. Yeah, I don't know that they had a six that they thought they could play. The dude that was worth his weight in gold back in the day was Emmanuel McCray. For sure. Dude, just, I mean, sure. snap after snap after snap on that group. Absolutely. Him and Pierce Burton just holding it down at that point. I mean. I know you have a fondness for Pierce in that rebuild. He doesn't get the credit he deserves. If there's no Pierce Burton in 2012, Woo. it's bad. I don't think seven wins is on the table at that point. No. 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 So Brooks doing it, and you, I think he, I mean, he just stayed, right? He was here, and he never went home. Um, well, he Did didn't he? come for a visit. He'd oh, already, that's right. He'd yeah, already yeah. come for a visit, but he, he just was, came in and was already. here. He was in Oxford yesterday. Right. I asked him if he was going to be able to start school today, and he said no because he's still finishing paperwork. But he thought he would get everything processed where he could go to class by the end of the week, which tells you about Dart and Trig and anyone else. J.J. Pegues, who's in the portal. The whole you have until the 31st to decide is crap. You have until the 31st to get in the class. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there is is paperwork that must be. The cutoff, frankly, to decide is probably about the 25th, 6th. Tops. Yeah. That Monday. Really, Monday, the 24th. Yeah, the 25th. You got to be ready to roll. That's probably about right. Yeah, they got a lot of juice out of Justin Bell back in the day. Somebody says that in the thread. Yeah. Him Justin, and Aaron Morris. And, Justin played a lot. Yeah, all over the place. Yeah. I always liked Justin. He was a good dude. Oh, great dude. Yeah. He might be the only cat that in recruiting, he, I mean, I seriously, his answer percentage was 100. That dude answered every single <laughs> That was a different day, man. The entire time. He answered every single time. Hey, you just need to do something. Hey, I'll call Justin. 
Hey, what's up? How you doing? How's your mama and them? All good? Yeah. What's up? Cool. Did he commit the same day Aaron did when we went down there to that TV station, or was that just Aaron that day? You remember? Chase. <laughs> it's like I don't have a breakfast yesterday. Forget the. I mean. <laughs> you don't remember that? No. I remember going down there, but I couldn't. We went to like a TV station in Jackson for Aaron Morris's announcement. Again, different world. Yeah. I, I different time. I don't know what Justin did. Yeah, I don't remember. I, I don't know. Maybe. He was there, but maybe he did not commit that day. Yeah. I remember seeing him. It was in a weight room, right? I thought it was at a TV station. Was it in a weight room? I thought it was at a, t- a TV station. I don't know. I thought it was at one of the Jackson. Maybe so. I went down there and to th- I interviewed a bunch of them in the weight room. At Callaway? Mm-hmm. Okay. You remember that? I do. Different time. Totally different time. Doesn't really happen. I interviewed uh, 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 Gardner Minshew at a restaurant somewhere in Jackson. At a restaurant? Remember that? Yeah. He was sharp. That was an evaluation mistake on Ole Miss and State's part. And frankly, everybody. He went Juco first, right? Uh, didn't he go to East Carolina first? No, it wasn't first. He was at, did he, did he not like commit to Troy or something and then go know. Juco for a year or something? I can't remember. Okay. This is a great story though. I'd love to get Garner on the show at some point. He's a person, he's, he's got some personality. In he's him. great. I mean, that dude, <laughs> he went to Brandon. Yeah. 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 That's what I thought. Yeah, uh, let's see here. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, Troy. He signed a national letter of intent to transfer out of Troy and enroll at Northwest Community College. Really? Yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah, I kind of recall that now. And then to East Carolina. And, and then, then he was to Washington going State. to go to Alabama. Alabama. Yeah. He was basically going to get into coaching. And he went to Washington State instead with Leach and had the big career. He did do that. Oh, I'd forgotten that too. Um, he was go- he was probably going to Akron and the assistant coach died in that car wreck. God, what was that guy's name? I, 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 I forget the guy's name, but his primary recruiter at Akron died. I didn't, know that, that. I didn't his, know that part of the story. Yeah, yeah, that changed kind of what he was what he was planning to do. I just cannot think of the the coach's name off the top of my head right now. Um. Anyway, uh, okay. So we're waiting on Jackson Dart today. Are you, are you expecting something today? You tell the people what time you expect something. Yes, ten eight. Hell, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, God, I kind of expected it yesterday. Um, See, I did not think it would come yesterday. I was told that barring a decision today, Kiffin was going out there to see them today, tonight. Out, are they both in California? Or wherever they are. Or maybe, maybe it was Dart. I, I don't know which one or other, but I know Kiffin was traveling for at least one of them today should a decision not be made by then. Okay. Yeah, that is what that is what I believe. Because I think one's in Tampa and one's in Utah. Yeah, I don't know why I said California. I guess SC. Because they're not in, in yeah, school right. at SC anymore. Yeah. Did they drop their scholarships? Well, I mean, they can't be on scholarship at SC and scholarship at well, they haven't or done anything Oklahoma yet, or whatever. I mean, I guess they are, but I'm guessing that they're not. Right. They they're not starting the spring semester at SC. Yeah, yeah, that's what you mean. So wherever they are, I believe Kiffin is traveling there. He was in uh he was in Fort Worth yesterday. He tweeted a picture. I assume that was that Wyoming wide receiver. One Isaiah last shot at him. Yeah, he is from Arlington. 
So that would make sense as he is uh, he's getting ready for a decision there. Um, Isaiah Neor really loves downtowns. Since Oxford doesn't have one, that's devastating. It was funny for like the three people that got your joke there. I'm a company man. <laughs> Sorry. It's interesting. You hadn't worn that sweatshirt in like 18 months. And suddenly know, here just, we are. In case anyone wondered. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week, man. You think you My think- ability to make enemies is just remarkable. It's it's a strong suit. You don't have to try very hard. I, I don't even try, and I make them. <laughs> I put no effort into it whatsoever. You think he sticks to Tennessee? It sounded like it in that interview, but I don't know. I wasn't there. And and look, that interview after about thirty seconds was uncomfortable. So mm-hmm. I don't know whether he was just. Getting to the point of just, hey, I'll tell you what you what I think you want to hear. Can we make this end? There's a video interview at VolcoQuest.com for anyone unsure of what we're discussing right now. Yeah. That is the uh <laughs> that is the that is the answer there. So. Yeah, I don't know. We'll talk a little more about Dart and Trigger in a second. Um I, mean, I don't know if there's a ton to talk about, but we'll rattle on about something. Uh we're just kind of up against the breaks. So we'll do that here in a second. First day about community mortgage, Oxford, Memphis, Soto County. And Chattanooga, all underwriting and processing is done in Memphis. So you're getting local underwriting and understand your market. A leader in condo financing, the float down option, and more. You can find Jason at 662-234-2704 or J-L-O-W-E at communitymtg.com. Don't just accept what you see, but uh, see what you see, but imagine something new, I was trying to say. But my uh, my mouth and my brain couldn't get together and work together. But we're working on it. Step forward and chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Jenny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. These clear aligners are the virtually invisible way to improve your smile. Call Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, Healthier smile. 12 months, no interest, no down payment. Financing available at CorinthDental.com. Also brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, Duckhead, and more at The Rogue. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or TheRogue.com. What are your goals for 2022? Does your company need hard-to-find talent to meet these goals? Maybe you're personally seeking a career change. Let this be your year to make the change, and your first step needs to be to contact Service Specialist Employment Agency. They're the oldest employment agency in Mississippi, and they recruit in all industries. Remember, there's nothing to lose by reaching out. There's no cost to you as a candidate, and everything is kept confidential. Service Specialist wishes you and your company a successful 2022, you can contact them at 662-832-5138. I'll have a mailbag up tomorrow. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. You can reach her at 662-567-2573 or 662-842-3844. 
And we're brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, look no further than Grenada Nissan. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's Grenada Nissan USA.com. Podcast is brought to you by Johnston Hill Creamery. That's JohnstonHillCreamery.com, 662-419-9201, or email cheese at JohnstonHillCreamery.com. Make all their cheeses in-house. Plenty of local options there. They're all made with brown dairy farm milk. And we'll get you ready for uh, for Mardi Gras. King cakes are there as well, in addition to plenty of their other add-on items. I like the pepper jelly, the spiced honey. But the king cakes, you can deli- you can order those all the way up to March 1st. They just need 24 hours of pre-order for those. Several different flavors, several different sizes. Take advantage of that. You can find them on their Instagram page, Instagram. Uh, just search Johnston Hill Creamery. So, again, Johnston Hill Creamery for the full menu. And just see plenty of different options there online. Again, 662-419-9201. So, um, yeah, look, I mean, I don't know. Uh, what happened yesterday, and I think on both sides, is Jackson Dart and Michael Trigg have given zero information to anyone. That is what happened yesterday. Um, they left Ole Miss. We talked to several people, probably assuming different people because we hardly ever talk to the same people. Um, Ole Miss thought the visit went well. Um, almost felt incredibly good about it. I think on Sunday night mm-hmm. would be when I probably would. That's today's Tuesday, right? Yeah, yeah, Sunday night. Um, to the point where I think they they thought it was done. I think they were told it was done. Yeah. Now, does that mean anything in well, recruiting? What you don't know when you do that is you don't know. Did they tell the others that they were done too? Right. And I don't. From what I can gather, I don't think they did. But we'll see. So yesterday, from a public standpoint, frankly, nothing really happened. Was Jackson Dart quote tweeted Michael Trigg with the with the photo from the car still from Lanes a couple days ago, and then Dart put up OU with like an exclamation point and a question mark in his photo shoot um, on Twitter. And I mean, I can't. I I don't know the guy. I'm not saying this is what he went on, but I'm not 100 percent sure that the Oklahoma 24/7 guy didn't take that and turn that into there's more optimism for Oklahoma this afternoon because Dart tweeted a bunch of Oklahoma stuff. Look, I don't um, pay attention to the other networks. Um, I, I mean, I, I really don't. Even though some of my friends are moving to it, um, but Sooner Scoop's really good. Mm-hmm. Um. I talked to Josh McQuiston yesterday. Josh did not think Oklahoma had much optimism. I mean, they were doing the doing their business yeah, and know. following up and pursue till it's over because that's what they're supposed to do. They're professional salespeople, but I don't I don't think Oklahoma felt great about it. And so, unless Dart's taking another visit, and there were some rumblings of that, but I've not heard anything. Yeah, there was some LSU rumor, but I have not seen anything to indicate that to this point. No, I haven't either. My anticipation is one of two things. One, either they're getting their um, edits together. No joke. Sure. Um, that takes a day or two. Or they're just making sure. It's a big decision. Because look, for both guys, once you get a get-out-of-jail-free card, you get it one time. Once you play the card, it's out of your wallet, if you will. You don't hang on to it. So if you transfer from USC to Ole Miss – and then two weeks in, you're like, I hate it here. Too bad, man, because you can transfer again, but now you got to sit a year. Yeah. 
So get one. you get one get out of jail free card. It's I'm waiting for this to happen. It will happen in the next year. A kid is going to want to jump into the portal again and be told, you do know that it doesn't work like that, right? And he's going to lose his mind. And that will be the next push is that, well, they should be able to move as much as they want. And that's, and that's where the line will be drawn. It's coming. If you'd like to bet on those odds, just let me know. I don't think they should have unlimited transfers. I don't either. I like the one. After that, like, I, oh, I'm with you're you making completely. poor decisions. But you understand what I'm saying. That that is that that argument's coming sooner rather than later. You're saying he's going to Oklahoma? He said sooner. <laughs> no. No. I, I mean, look, my one advice if my kid was a prospect would be to get out of campus, get home, let the bump wear off, and then make a decision. Sure. So taking 24 to 48 hours makes all the sense in the world if that's what's yeah. going on. Sure. That's um, what I told. And I was not told that they 100% told the Ole Miss staff they were coming. Everything just seemed to point that direction if they were to. That's kind of the way I, I, I interpreted that. Um, Oklahoma clearly still recruiting quarterbacks. Um, room's getting kind of crowded a little bit, Norman. Uh, JT Daniels jumped into the portal yesterday. I saw that. So that answers that question we had a couple months ago. He sat out the last time, so he still had his one-time transfer. Oh. Right? That's correct. That would have to be correct. Either that or he's a grad. Grad transfer, yeah. Either way, he's good to go. He does not have to sit out. Um. So I have not heard anything on JT Daniels or where he may or may not go. I've not either. You have to think he's going to a place where there's no even thought about him not playing, right? Like, I mean, where there's not even competition, hardly. Yeah, like, I, I would guess. I, I just don't I don't I don't know I've never met him at all. I I don't really haven't even talked to many people about him at all. I don't know anything about him. Everybody at Georgia said that he handled it in a first class way, the whole deal, but I don't know what he wants to do or he's had an odd career. Would you want JT Daniels as your quarterback if you were a college team? Uh, he's all I got. I'm, he's my ride or ride, ride or die. Probably not. Probably not. Oh, JT Daniels to Vandy would be oh for all involved. Ooh. Um, I'm not. Neil can take the floor. I'm not getting into the David Altmyer thing from yesterday. I'm just not. Um, Who's David Altmyer? Yeah. Uh huh. Funny. Uh. Yeah. No. I, there's nothing good that can come out of going down that path. Um, nope. I'm not going to sit here and knowingly make more enemies. Nope. <laughs> you have no comment. Nope. <laughs> I haven't heard it. No, I know that, that's a good point, though. I really, I have not heard it. I have, no, I have done nothing but seen things on. Yeah. In multiple places. I have not heard anything. So Robbie Ashford to Auburn. So basically they just traded quarterbacks. So they got Robbie Ashford and Zach Calzada. That's an interesting That's competition. Party. That'll be one of those guys is going to be pissed off. That's what happens when you get two quarterbacks on the portal in a year. I yeah. mean, unless one of them knows, hey, I'm coming in to be the backup. And I'm guessing both of those guys are going to Auburn thinking they're going to be the starter. Is Ashford playing baseball too? That I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know that he probably didn't get to Auburn in time, right? That's what happened with John Rice Plumley. Yeah, Plumley would need a waiver to play baseball at UCF this season. Yeah, so Ashford's even later than John Rice. I would guess not. I'm really interested in Calzada at Auburn. I'm not saying it's going to be great or anything, but I'm just kind of interested in what that looks like. I mean, he's there. got an arm now. He oh. sling it. Beat Alabama. He did. Beat Alabama. He did. I mean, he did. He gets credit for that. It happened. He was on the court. He was on the field. My mind is on basketball today. I apologize. I have no idea why. Well, you got a big game you got to cover tonight. <laughs> Already getting in the zone. I know I go to Carson's OPC game and then the Ole Miss Missouri basketball. Wonder which one will have a bigger crowd. You don't expect much tonight, do you? I mean, we'll get there in a minute, but crowd wise. Do you? Because how many Ole Miss fans were at the Auburn game? Five? Yeah, about five, I would guess. I mean, if my guess is right, it was pretty full. The arena was like sold out, except for we had to go to Will Call to get our tickets, and the the uh, ticker thing out front. The what? You know, like where it says tickets available, what tickets the are available. The box office? Yeah, the box office, thanks. The marquee on the box The marquee office. was the word I was looking for. Yeah, only, only thing that were available were some mezzanine tickets. Oh. Everything else was sold out. And they were fairly expensive on StubHub. Like, they were actually running through a pretty good third-party market, I saw. I mean, it was a great atmosphere. No joke. It was, it was a lot of fun. Like, Carson got back in the car going, I want to go to more of those games. And I was like, well, okay. Yeah, sure. Now, I don't know that they're all going to be that exciting, but. Yeah, sure. Smith ended up with, what, 15? He ended up with 15. So, it's really funny. Maybe this is why I'm on this deal. Um, As I think I've told you, I think I have a knee injury, and so I was being kind of careful with what I did yesterday. You do think you're legitimately hurt. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure something's wrong. And so I just did Peloton, but I did light. I did a light ride. I just did a just ride where I wasn't competing and all that stuff. And I turned on, um, I was looking for something to watch. And I ended up watching that Lynn Bias documentary that ESPN did, mm-hmm. uh, which was really well done. And Jabari Smith's game does have some Lynn Bias. I, I can see why people make that comparison. And maybe it's because I was looking for it after watching Jabari in person. Like, Jabari's really thin still. As you can tell, he's 18 years old and growing into a six foot 10 frame. But man, he's got hops. He is so smooth in a way that Bias was. I mean, he's, he's one and done. He is out. He's a top three pick. Who are the top three lottery pick teams? So it'll, be, it'll be Jabari Smith. In some order. No, teams. Well, we don't know yet. Well, I know, but like, who do you think is going to suck enough to be the Pistons, most Pistons, Rockets, okay. hopefully the Thunder. Thunder <laughs> okay. have got to stop playing a couple of veterans who are making them too competitive. Um, <laughs> they do. Like, Mike, Mike Mascala's got to get the hell off the floor. Like, last night they almost beat Dallas with him making shots. Get off the floor. Uh, but the three picks are Bonchero from Duke, Holmgren from Gonzaga, and, and Jabari Smith from Auburn. Those three guys, in some order, depending on needs and stuff, will be the first three picks in the draft. And you'd be fine with Smith? Oh, yeah. You could take that right now. Right now. 
I don't even know that that's not who I would take. Oh, if you got to completely pick it. Yeah, I mean, I'd have to think hard about Paolo Banchero. And oh, yeah, me I, too. I get, I get Holmgren. I get the love for him. It, it, something about his game scares me a little. Yeah, and guys in the stream, I saw it. Um, I mean, it's it's just so early for baseball coverage. Yeah, Ole Miss is number five in the preseason. D1Baseball.com. Oh. I, I, did, I did see that. Um, How about that? How many teams go to Omaha? Eight. Eight. Yeah. That was the internet running joke last week was I think it was Perfect Game or somebody that had them ranked ninth. And everybody went, yep. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, <laughs> uh, I, I know you're stunned here. A lot of SEC flavor. Um, Texas, number one in the country. And then after that, uh, SEC teams at two, three, four, five, eight, nine, sixteen, nineteen. 16, 19. Yeah. So. It's a hell of a league. Arkansas two, Vanderbilt three, Mississippi State four, Ole Miss five. <laughs> Ole Miss is ranked fifth in the country and third in the West. Third in the West. So the SEC is two, three, four, five in the preseason. That is correct. Yes. Who's one? Texas. Texas. And then LSU at eight. So a future, a future SEC team. Yes. LSU at eight. Florida at nine. Okay. Uh, East Carolina at twelve. Uh, Georgia at sixteen. Tennessee at nineteen. Is Oklahoma in there. Uh. Oklahoma State is. Yeah. They're pretty competitive. Josh Holliday yeah. has done a hell of a job. He really has. If he was not an Oklahoma State alum, that would be a coach guy to watch. Um, but I think he's going to stay there forever, and that's going to be his yeah, his home. I'm not criticizing him. Sure. But, yes, if Texas was already in the league, they would have one through five and eight and nine. It's pretty good. Yeah. Buckle up. That's the yeah. Uh, that's the that, that's the answer. That's a little higher than I would have Ole Miss, but I mean, when you're potentially the number one offense in the country, I get it. Um, that's counting on some healthy stuff, some transfers. There's some there's some upside there that you're uh, you're factoring in. I think for the uh, for the most part, um, I know everybody would be very excited. John Cohen's still on the baseball selection committee for 2022. I just saw that tweet come across a second ago. Okay. Um, Yeah, because I'm I'm really glad they got Indiana State is on the selection committee. That's that, that's good. They're big big baseball people there. Make sure you get get those guys on the. Where selection is that Terre Haute? That is in Terre Haute. Yes, that's correct. Never been there. The chair is the is from Army, and then the other schools represented on the selection committee: Stetson, Southeast Louisiana, Indiana State, Washington, Mississippi State, Texas Tech, Coastal Carolina, Bowling Green, and New Mexico. New Mexico baseball are they any good? It's either New Mexico or New Mexico State that hits a ton of home runs because of like the the weather out there and the weather stadium is. I, okay. I, I forget which one, but yeah, somebody out. There, I think it's the Lobos. I think they hit a ton of home runs. If I have that correct. So anyway, there's your baseball update for the day. Uh, well, I, I know I keep getting asked this. I mean, we'll start that coverage. Typically, it was like the couple days after signing day. Signing day has been de-emphasized, so it's not as big of a deal, but not on January the 18th. So. Yeah, I don't practice think will start soon. I don't think Ole Miss will have a signing day. Well, there's no, there's no one to I sign. I don't think so. Yeah, so we're not waiting on that from from that standpoint. Um, yeah, I forgot that Florida finished last year unranked in baseball. It's kind of crazy. Really? Mm-hmm. They were pretty good for a while. I mean, they they had more talent than basically anybody in the country. It just O'Sullivan O'Sullivan had a lot going on. Yeah, he did. 
they had a they had a, they had some issues going he was on around. That, yeah, it was not the most pleasant time around the uh, the Gators program this time last year. But anyway. all right, uh, we'll talk more in a second. What did I tell you about Northeast Spark N E S P A R C service people service people across rural communities two packages: the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio. Your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband, nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service available, portal controls, network security, a wireless mesh extender, and much more. So call the office for details, get the best internet around. Again, 662-238-3159. We're also brought to you by OPA, Oxford's newest restaurant on the historic square. Delicious menu featuring euros, wraps, kebabs, fresh redfish, lamb chops, and more. An awesome bar serving your favorite handcrafted cocktails, frozen libations, an amazing candlelit patio, all of that at 306 South Lamar, just south of the Square Courthouse in Oxford. Thinking about traveling uh, this summer, maybe a spring break trip, I guess, probably before the summer, people are thinking about that. Uh, suggest that you get in touch with my buddy John Edwards at Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. He's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. What you do is just get in touch with him. You give him some parameters and a budget and then sit back and do nothing. He will come up with options uh, for you, and you don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services either. 901-494-3387 or send him an email, Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle Pinnacle is home to the Pinnacle 401k advisory services team where they will conduct a complimentary, no obligation benchmarking and analysis of your current 401k plan. It's uh, mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. Brought to you by The College Corner. It's your one-stop rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area, one in Ridgeland, one in Flowood. You can also go to collegecornerstore.com, plus you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. They have the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. And we're brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Podcast also brought to you by uh, Prime Shrimp, one of our new uh, partners here on the podcast. New product out of New Orleans. It's P-R-I-M-E. Uh, easy cook shrimp. No mess. No prep. You just drop these frozen pouches into boiling water. They ship straight to your door in just a few days. Delicious shrimp. Cook less than 10 minutes. If you're on the fly, if you're not an expert chef, don't worry. I've tried it. All you have to do is uh, put it in, flip it over, pull it out. It's literally frozen to ready to eat in under 10 minutes. Restaurant, restaurant quality shrimp. Flavors available including the signature seasoning. It's going to be your typical kind of uh, bowl of shrimp. And then French Quarter Alfredo, which is it cooks in the pouch. You make some regular pasta. You pour everything in the pouch over it. You're good to go with dinner there. And for this first week, they're giving you 50% off your order with code MPW. So put the, put the order in, put the code in, valid until Friday, money back guarantee if you don't love it. You order over four pounds, you get shipping free as well. So straight to your door in under ten minutes, you can have a restaurant quality ship again with PrimeShrimp.com and MPW. A uh, couple things here: Ole Miss playing Missouri again. Um, we have a stream issue, Neil. Do we save it? I'm getting a no data. Thing. Oh, back. I think we're okay. I think it came back. We had just a little glitch there. Oh, uh, we're good. Okay. Um, 
I found this kind of interesting. And again, I know when I say I know nothing about the sport, I really other than like the top five teams, I have no clue. Found it really odd that not only was Ole Miss women's basketball still not ranked today, but they're not receiving a single vote. Really? And like I it doesn't make They've sense. They only lost two games, right? Yeah, and they have a win over ranked team. Like I it made no sense. Like I could not make that in my head be anything. Um I don't know who votes. I don't know how it works. I know nothing. But well, typically it shows you that they had fallen so far as a program that it just takes no one, so much to get back on somebody's mindset. It also shows you that uh, voters are very lazy. I mean, I'm sorry, they're mainstream media voters, so they're not lazy. They're hardworking people. They are. But I found that weird. Yeah, it's like no, no, completely no votes at all. Several SEC team ranked, SEC teams ranked. Um, Ole Miss plays Kentucky soon. They were ranked. At the end of the day, all that matters is the net rating. Yeah, getting in the tournament. Fans get worked up about, about polls, and I understand completely, but they truly don't matter. Not even a little bit. The net ranking matters. Where are they in the net? I'll find it. Okay. Yeah, handle that. Yeah, the women's – look, that they, they loss to Belmont in the season opener is not a great loss. They've been beaten by several SEC teams. I know they've lost to Louisville, who's who's ranked pretty highly. Belmont has struggled a little bit in its non-con. But their other losses to Tennessee, who's 17-1 and one and ranked number five in the country. Um, a little weird. Ole Miss has the win over South Florida. South Florida receiving 14 votes in the uh, in the poll. They were ranked 17th or 18th when Ole Miss beat them. Um, plenty of opportunities. There's stuff coming up. I mean, Kentucky's ranked 23rd at 8-5 and five on the season. I'm pulling up women's college basketball net rankings, which is something I did not anticipate doing today. They were around like 40 last time I looked. Oh, yeah, no, they're great. Uh, South Carolina's one, Tennessee is six, LSU is 15, Georgia's 21, Ole Miss is 31. Oh, they're, they'd be in easily right now. Uh, Arkansas is 32, Texas A&M's 41, Missouri's 44, Kentucky's 45, Alabama's 56, Mississippi State is 62. Vanderbilt is 69. That's nice. Uh, Florida is 82. Auburn is 96. So the entire league is, is in, in the, top the top 100. That'll help your net out. Yeah. Got some opportunities there. Basically means you're just win, win half of your games the rest of the in. way you're in. Yeah, because right now they'd be a 7 or an 8 seed. Yeah. Well, she's done a great job. I mean, so the rankings don't matter. But the top 25 and, – and, and so in fairness to the voters – they're not in the top 25 of the net, right. so they're on the verge. As I was saying, just keep winning. Take care of itself. Just keep winning. You are what your numbers say you are at the end of the year. If you're curious uh, what's coming to the league, Texas is 8 in net ranking in women's basketball. Oklahoma's 24. So, so another good, two other good programs. Yeah. They don't suck it much. No. You don't run into the Texas Oklahoma thing and go, you know, you know what, in that sport, they're awful. Yeah. They're, they're really bad. No, they're pretty competitive. Jeez. Ah, <laughs> I mean, it just gets to be more hell and more hell and more hell in the league. I mean, in everything. League's tough and getting tougher. But they get the respect for it, though. You're not punished, you're helped. 
Yeah, no, no. There's no negative to it, really. Well, women's basketball, they'll get, what, nine teams yeah, in pr- pretty much every year? Yeah, I mean, like, was it softball that gets every team in every year? I mean, literally. Just like, about, yeah. Yeah, just pretty much the whole damn league gets in. Yeah. I know multiple times they've actually had that. They've had the whole league get in. Because it's everybody, but I think Vanderbilt doesn't play softball. I think I have that right. Is that right? Yeah, I think Vanderbilt doesn't play softball. I could be wrong. It interfere with their academics. Yes, problem. Absolutely. Uh, Ole Miss, the line has dropped a little bit. When I looked yesterday, Ole Miss was favored by 9.5 over Missouri tonight um, at the Pavilion. It is now 7.5 as I'm looking right now. The over-under 133.5 on the total for uh, for that one. What's the over-under on the time? They got that. It's six o'clock. Yeah, just, just time length of duration, I should say. An hour and fifty eight minutes. Oh. Let's cheer for the under. You take that? Yeah. Uh also tonight, that's on uh let's see, what channel is it on? ESPNU is Ole Miss and Missouri, and then SEC Network tonight, six o'clock, South Carolina and Arkansas. That is on uh yeah, SEC Network. Arkansas favored by twelve at home against the Gamecocks tonight. Arkansas twelve and five, South Carolina ten and six. And then uh, your nightcap, Tennessee at Vanderbilt tonight um, at Memorial Gymnasium. Tennessee, a six-and-a-half-point favorite against the uh, the Commodores on the road tonight. Um, the over-under in Arkansas, that's a high number, 151 on uh, on that one. Uh, there's two teams that can score. Yeah, Tennessee-Vanderbilt, 134-and-a-half. Arkansas is going to try to play that fast tempo. That's what they like to do. Go, 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 go. Yeah. And that, that's at home? Uh, yes, that is correct. Yeah. Yes. They – they typically, like most teams, play a lot better at home than they do on the road. They'll score a lot more at home. You can get in for as little as two dollars to Ole Miss in Missouri tonight. Um, Tennessee Vanderbilt as low as thirty three dollars, and then Arkansas South Carolina as low as four dollars. So those are your get in prices. Yeah, nobody's nobody's just filling up college basketball arenas these days. No. Uh, Missouri so far this season, they are seven and nine on the uh, the year. They've lost a couple in a row. And they have only won one league game so far, although it was against Alabama. That was at home. In league play, they have an 83-56 loss to Kentucky. That was at Rupp. They had a state game postponed. They beat Alabama 92-86. to And then they lost at Arkansas 87-43 um, yeah. that night in Fayetteville. And then uh, lost at home to Texas A&M 67-64. So that is their, uh, their, their league to this point, they also have losses to Kansas City, eighty to sixty-six at home, Florida State, eighty-one to fifty-eight, Wichita State, sixty-one to fifty-five, Liberty, sixty-six to forty-five, Kansas, one hundred two to sixty-five, and Illinois, eighty-eight to sixty-three. So they have uh, it's been a been a been a slog so far for Conzo and the been rough, yeah, and the Tigers. He's in trouble. So you do think it's it, probably? Yeah, he's out at the end would, of the year. I would think so. I'd, you get back into that, it's about attendance and stuff, you know. I mean, if you're not – I think Missouri expects to be pretty competitive in basketball. I think their budget expects them to be attractive in basketball. And if they're not, you've got decisions to make. And as much as people like Conzo the guy, it just hasn't worked. It hasn't, it hasn't meant recruiting success. He's not working the portal as well as you probably have to at a place like that. So – I like Conzo a bunch, but I'd, I'd bet against him at this point. It feels like a big spot for Ole Miss just to get a win, just to kind of – And they have to win to keep it. To kind of – it's not even about making tournaments or anything like that now. It's just about stopping a a disaster because they got to go 
They go to Mississippi State on Saturday. Then they come home to play Florida in the makeup Monday. game on Monday. And then Arkansas comes in on Wednesday. And so you know that when you play at State, they're going to be pretty motivated to get you back for what happened in Oxford. And then both Florida and, and Arkansas are going to look at the Ole Miss game, look at Ole Miss's net ranking, and go, this is what we have to have. We can't screw this up. Yeah, go on the road and get it. So you're probably going to get focused teams thinking about their resumes. And then for Ole Miss, it's just like I don't know what the extent of Austin Crowley's injury is. I guess I'll find out tonight. But if he's out for any length of time, you're just your your roster's just so thin. You just don't have any you just have no depth at all. You're going in basically with seven players. Tomorrow, the rest of the league action is uh, Mississippi State at Florida. That's at 5.30 tomorrow for uh, that one. SEC Network, LSU's at Alabama tomorrow night at 6. That's an interesting uh, game. At Coleman Coliseum. Nate Oates called his team out after the last week, and and I read that he said that their practice yesterday was the best practice they've had all season. So he might have gotten their attention. They've just been bad defensively. Can you imagine what that practice was like? I bet that practice was – can get a little intense. I bet those dudes were like, hey, where are the pads? Kentucky is at A&M tomorrow night. That's an interesting game. Big opportunity for A&M. Oh, that is a big night. chance for A&M. Yeah, 7.30 start for that one at Reed Arena. And then uh, Auburn will uh, will get a win tomorrow night. They play the Georgia Bulldogs at 8 o'clock at Auburn Arena tomorrow night. Oh, yeah. I like their chances. Auburn will pull that one out. Thank you to uh, Bubba McQueen for the Super Chat. Always appreciate you, sir. Did you watch any NFL last night? I watched the first half needed. Rams, Cardinals, and then um, I made that deal where I was like, I was tired and I flipped around to other things. And then I was, I always get nervous about the moment that you go to sleep is when commitments break. It does. And then I was like, that's what I told myself. You know what? If they announce it at 11 o'clock and we don't have it. They just do. Till eight in the morning. We just, it is what it is. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. The Rams were really locked in last night. They were. They were very, very good. I, I, I have drawn some criticism from people for criticizing the Rams, but the Rams looked like a completely different team uh, last night than they did against the Niners. Yeah, Sean McVay had had the quote after that loss to the 49ers basically saying it didn't mean crap. And last night it didn't. They, uh, they, they showed up. They played well. Stafford was good last night. He was very good. Cam Akers gives them a different dynamic when he is healthy. Oh, yeah. He, dude can play. They were really good. Their defensive front was dominant last Which is their – I mean, that's the way they win. I mean, it, yeah. it needs to be dominant, and it was. Kyler Murray had no chance. He was seeing 18 of them out there. That dude's eyes were all over the place. He was not locking in. I mean, they made him uncomfortable from the from the snap. Yeah. Because I think – maybe not the entire first half, or maybe so, they didn't get past – I think it was the first five drives, they didn't get past their own 29. I think that's right for the Cardinals. And then they were down, what, 14 to nothing when Kyler threw that just prayer out of the end zone that was picked off and ran back for a touchdown to make it, I think, 21 at the time. And that was that was night-night. I watched the Manning cast. I watched – they had The Rock. They had Larry Fitzgerald. Peyton got in the way of the Larry Fitzgerald thing because Larry Fitzgerald and Eli Manning clearly like the chemistry there. Yeah, they, 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 like, they like each other. Peyton kind of got well, away that night in the Heisman thing, and they got to know one another. Yeah, and then yeah. They, they became friends. Yeah, I yeah. think they've been friends throughout their careers. Um, and then yeah, I, I never made it to the third quarter of that game. I Who flipped. were the other guests? It was The Rock and I flipped it on. Oh, now oh, uh, 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 Wilson, the quarterback for the 
Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. I, I, I can't think of it. <clears throat> I ended up watching. A, was either Chopped or Beat Bobby Flay last night? Oh, wow. One or the other. Yeah. You know me, man. Did Bobby win? I don't remember. Okay. Oh, and, and I flipped over to 249 because the Comedy Channel was still show, showing The Office. And it was the uh, Threat Level Midnight Show. And I, I couldn't turn away. So you watched that? I watched that. Yeah. Um, Peyton had his mic slip up with a cuss word last night. It actually, you know what? It, it, it makes the funny. show better because it feels so organic and just kind of hanging out at that point yeah. that it actually improves things. Eli was like, hey, Larry, I, oh, hold on, Larry. Let Peyton, Peyton break down this touchdown. <laughs> Peyton goes, can't hear shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. <laughs> then he comes back with this half-hearted, hey, I'm sorry for the bad word. Like, oh, really. shut up. It's going to be okay. Yeah, it's... It, that was more entertaining than anything else we were we were, we were watching. Yeah. I, I did notice this though. I turned on the Manning cast once the game kind of got whatever, but I pulled for the Rams enough because of Dylan that I do have a little bit of emotional interest is probably too high, but for definitely some some interest in it. I found myself because it's a team I kind of like. Yeah, watching the normal broadcast. Sure, I'm not getting distracted by the other stuff as much. Sure. So I turned on the regular ESPN broadcast, and then once the game kind of got out of hand, I flipped on the main cast for the entertainment value at that point. Uh-huh. But I definitely – I made the decision at the beginning of the game, no, I'm just going to watch the game. I might even turn the volume down, but I'll watch the I mean, game. Mike Tirico's really good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You pretty much know what you're going to get there. You're going to yeah. get a first-class broadcast. So there was a little bit of, eh, that's interesting. I didn't pick the main cast like I thought I would. Yeah, no, I mean I- – I think if it were a game that I were really interested in, I probably would listen to the regular broadcast. I mean, when the Bengals too. are in the AFC title game, I mean, hey. you know, hey. We're a win away. Uh, as we said yesterday, but just a little rehash here. So now that the all the games are set, Cincinnati and Tennessee is your opener on Saturday. San Francisco Green Bay is your second game on Saturday. Rams and Bucks on Sunday to kick it off at two. And then Buffalo and Kansas City is your nightcap on, a, on Sunday. If you only if you only get one of those two days, which one would you want? Take out the panel. one of the two days. Yeah, you get you can watch two of those games. Ooh. Which one are you taking? You taking they're the Saturday all, games? They're the all really good. There's no bad game on this list. But I would probably take the Sunday games. Yeah, I think I would too. Because Rams Bucks has a chance to get pretty interesting. If if the Rams show that, up, that Ram team has to go play. Yeah, if that Ram team shows up, they win. Yeah, anything less than that Ram team though, and it gets a little dicey. And then I'm all in on Bills Chiefs now. Just I mean that one is me that's up. the best game of the weekend. Yeah, that's the one where you go. Okay, I've already said like I'm gonna go light the grill, turn on. The, yeah, that's it, it's hard to remove a game. Like if somebody said, "Hey, there's one you can't watch." The only I have one a hard would, time picking it. The only one if you told me I had to, and I would I would go kicking and screaming. But I'd pass on Niners Packers because I think that has a chance to be a Packers. Easy win. Do you? But the other ones? No way. And and frankly, I think that's got a chance to be a really good game. If Garoppolo is good, that oh, will be will a show good up. game. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Have you put in your picks yet? Uh, no, but I have built the shell yeah. for us. I had a good week. Did you? I need to do more NFL. I went 4-2. and two. You went 2-4. and four. Jeffrey went 0-6. Oh Did he really? Brian went 4-2. and two. We're picking up steam on Jeffrey. Not yeah. a chance in hell. Brian is only three out now. And did he get Zach's record? Yes. Oh, God. Oh, yes. So, had he started at zero, he would be walking off with this puppy. Oh, he's a Major League Baseball team. Fires its manager in late, ma- <laughs> late hot. May and gets hot. Yeah. Or he's the Oakland. He's the Las Vegas Raiders. Rooting out. My God, we're running to the playoffs. Here we go. Yeah. 
And then because of that, Mayock and everybody gets fired yesterday. I know. It's a little weird, isn't that, it? The whole deal's weird. It's a little weird there in Vegas. You gotta wonder what you gotta wonder what's happening. You gotta think their interim coach is he's not gonna get the job, I don't think, but they're trying to do something to keep him around as much Rich as possible. Passaccio. Yeah, everybody loves him. Yeah. Former old Miss assistant, actually. Yeah. He was here in ninety nine. He was with Tuberville's first staff, if I recall correctly. I thought he was cut. Oh, maybe he is so. Yeah, I think it was okay. cut. Maybe so. He was like ninety nine to oh two. Somewhere in there, okay. ninety nine to one. It was his last college job before he was the special teams coordinator with the Bucks. Oh, okay. And that's he went right. to the NFL that's right. and then went on from there. Um, that's right. You're correct. I'm confusing him with somebody else, but yes, you're right. Who are you confusing him with? I don't know, but it's, it's you do this long enough, and they all run together. A, little a lot bit, of people run together. Yeah, he was. Um, in 99, he was the running backs coach at Ole Miss and the special teams coach. And then uh, in 2000 and 2001, he was giving an assistant head coach title as well. And then from there, with the Bucks for a long time. He was with the Bucks from 2002 to 2010. Um, Chargers in 11, 12, Cowboys 13 to 17, and then Oakland, Las Vegas 18 to, uh, to present. So, interim head coach and special teams coordinator still. He has a Super Bowl ring, um, also. So, yeah. there's a there's your history there. Tampa Bay beating Oakland actually in the Super Bowl that he has. That was in San Diego. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Okay, we looked at lines for those yesterday. All right. Yeah, all the lines are. I mean, it's Cincy plus three and a half. The Niners plus six, six. Okay. The Rams plus three, and Buffalo plus two and a half. I mean, Vegas is expecting good games. It's the best. It's <clears throat> it's a fantastic weekend. If you love the NFL, it's great. No, I give everybody a chance. Like you said, the Forty ers are the only team that I kind of go. I would have to really, really go right. But otherwise, if you said, "Hey, all the all the favorites won, or all the underdogs won," sure. Yeah, well, combine less than four. Vegas is telling you that. Hey. This, we could, did. this could go either way. Yeah. Flip a coin, take your pick. At six, the Vegas is telling you the Niners are going to have to have some help. Yeah, because that's a mid-level NFL line. That's not a small NFL line. Six is a – that's a, fairly substantial. It's a big for line. the playoffs, especially. Yeah, it's a big line. Yeah. Podcast brought to you in part by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver here in the Oxford area with G&M. They're on South Lamar, or they have their option in Holly Springs with Tyson Drugs. They also – Offer lightweight meds to individually package your medication for those who needs it. A key thing that could even save lives in some instances where you have what you need when you need it with lightweight meds, MedSync, and G&M. So call for details. Stop in. So different ways your local community pharmacy can help you. Again, that's 662-236-2222. Valentine's Day is only about four weeks away. If you're thinking about getting on that, probably should. Go to Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. That's where I would recommend. 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford been serving the oxford area for um three quarters of a century engagement rings wedding rings fine jewelry watches pearls fashion jewelry children's jewelry collectibles and more lamons is the gold standard in fine jewelry you can visit them at lamonsfinejewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777 we're also brought to you by acs automation and control systems llc it's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation-recognized system integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL-508A panel shop. 
If you're in need of custom HMI and SCADA solutions or large horsepower VFD specialist, ACS has you covered. They can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. For more information or to get in touch with them, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. Game Changer Patches are the only two-patch system available in the market today to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch is used before or while you drink. The overtime patch is used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game, ready for the next play, and uh, you can get that at GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your entire purchase. Speaking of promos, enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout at DeadSoxy.com. D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com. Get 25% off your entire purchase of the best socks you will ever put on your feet. It's Dead Soxy. And speaking of the uh, divisional playoffs, college basketball, the NBA, Want to have a little fun, make it more interesting? Go to BroThrow. It's a social sports betting network, free to use. Uh, it's a really cool, fun way to bet. No third party, no juice. Over time, that saves you money. You can start your own group, make friends, invite your friends. Payment happens within 24 hours of the conclusion of your bet. You can take the other side of an existing bet, start a new bet, and more at BroThrow.com. Yeah, I mentioned it a second ago. Actually, Sachi, um, he, uh, he, he talked to... Um, Raiders owner Mark Davis about potentially getting the full, the job full time. They had a preliminary discussion on Monday for uh, for that one, but the Raiders have also requested permission to speak to uh, Patriots linebackers coach Jared Mayo um, for the head coach position, and then they uh, are talking to the Patriots director of player personnel Dave Ziegler for the general manager job that Mike Mayock had. So, kind of the update on the uh, on the Raiders there potentially going very heavy on the Bill Belichick tree from uh, from New England. Does it feel to you like Belichick's done? New England. I mean, they're they're runs over now. Is Mac Jones good enough to get them back quickly? The bloom off that rose. Are people going to sign up to play for Belichick now that Brady's gone? I think some of it too, though, is also. And look, this is a credit to Brady and Belichick. This is not a criticism, or this is not saying it didn't count. But they handled that division so easily that you're constantly the one seed. You're constantly the two seed. You're getting home field throughout. You're at home all the freaking time. Their biggest problem, why it might be over, is Buffalo. Yeah. Is that suddenly you're not winning the division. You're not doing the home game in, in, in Foxborough. You're headed to Orchard Park. It's a whole different deal. You're doing this. You're playing the extra game maybe. I, I think – I don't want to say it's over as in like they're a non-factor in the NFL, but as far as their run, yeah. I mean, they're not going to go run off three of the fake four Super Bowls or anything like that. Um, Speaking of, of documentaries in Buffalo, have you watched the one ESPN did about the the Bills, Jim Kelly, Thurman Thomas, Bruce Smith, all those guys that went to four straight? No. Really well done. What's the gist? It's called Four Falls Over Buffalo. It's about them you know, getting to that first Super Bowl and then getting back and just – kind of how that city never abandoned them at all they just continued to embrace them throughout it and even though the losses were you know the one was the norwood kick and they kind of break that kick down and it's the first super bowl i remember that's the first super bowl that i have like real recollection of watching it and the whole deal but it's so interesting to see the interviews with guys like marv levy and Scott Norwood and Jim Kelly and even Thurman Thomas to a degree where guys 
kind of tear up talking about those days and the way that team was remembered and how now that we've gotten more away from it, people remember how great that team was as opposed to just the Super Bowl losses. Super Bowl 25 against the Giants is the one that got away from them. Yes. The rest of them, they kind of got popped, right? Got mental a little bit. They were the, the last one where they lost to the Cowboys, they were they were ahead at the half, and they just ran out of steam. Oh, really? Yeah. Really good documentary, though. Kind of wish they had gotten one. Sure. Likeable wish. guys. Yeah, because that Giants team, they had that big drive with Hostetler and Otis Anderson, and they go down and Matt Bard kicks, makes the kick for the Giants. Yeah. And then they... Norwood misses it. It was 47 yards. People talk about that kick like it was a chip shot. It was 47 yards on grass, and wind was a factor in that stadium. And it was kind of a big deal. And the funny part was, you know, that was that not funny. It's funny to hear him talk about it, but that game was played. That was the day Whitney Houston with the greatest, right. you know, national anthem, national anthem ever. And there were snipers on the roof and – there was one of those Apache helicopters circling the stadium, and Daryl Talley swears that the wind coming off the Apache helicopter pushed that field goal. Is he really? Right, yeah. <laughs> they ask the special teams coach then, who's now with the Panthers, like, hey, you think about that? He goes, ah, come on. <laughs> you know, he goes, <laughs> he goes, no. But it was really well done. Was, I, I really enjoyed it. It was like an hour and a half. I watched it Saturday morning. It was really good. Yeah, Giants 20, Bills 19, and Super Bowl 25. Um, Super Bowl 26, the Redskins with, I guess, Mark Rippon, quarterback for them that year. I think so. They kind of dominated the game. 37-24 yeah. final on that one. That was um, the game where Thurman Thomas couldn't find his helmet at the beginning of the game. That. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, Cowboys over Bills 52-17. Yeah, popped in that one. Yeah. And then, as you said, Cowboys Bills again. It's thirty to thirteen. Um, yeah, it was thirteen to six at the half. Bills, really? Yeah. And to this day, they they're upset about a shuttle pass that they ran late in the second quarter. Like, why did we call that? And Jimmy Johnson tells the story about how the Bills had not run a shuttle pass all year. And Jimmy Johnson was watching ESPN in his hotel room, and the Bills were out on the field. Like just, practicing. Yeah, kind of, not, but not really practicing. And he noticed that it, they were showing Jim Kelly practicing little shuttle passes to Thurman Thomas. And he went to his defensive coordinator and said, have we worked on that at all? And they worked on it. They added it into their defensive plan so they were ready for it. So really it was ESPN. Buffalo ball. thought they had something. Yeah, if you would just keep the damn cameras off the practice field, you know. Everybody's justified now, Neil. Look, <laughs> see? Every coach in America goes, see? Untrustables. Yeah, untrustables. It was really well done. I enjoyed it. ESPN does some good work with documentaries and such. Oh, the 30 for 30 series, almost all of them are great. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, it was really good. I I, I enjoyed it. I mean, literally at the end when you see Scott Norwood still tearing up all these years later, you realize what a moment. People forget that the next year, he made the kick in the AFC title game to beat Denver and send them back to the Get Super Bowl. You know, there was some redemption there. but And that was his last season, right? Yeah, they cut him after that because they brought Steve Christie in. That's right. And I think he still lives up there. Really? does. Yeah, he married a Buffalo girl. And, okay. I don't know. It's just kind of you watch the end of it when the guys are tearing up talking about it. and you. It was, it was just really good, really well done. 
So what are you expecting today? News? Yes. Um, Gun to head decision today. I'm gonna go no. Actually, really, I think it lingers. I could be wrong. Look, I mean, they they could have made a decision five minutes ago. And we haven't seen it. But if you just told me to guess, I would say no. I guess the safest bet would be no. I feels like the you, safest bet is always no. You feel like you you need to kind of get it done though at some point if you're going to get to if you're going to get to campus and get into the get into the the deal. Like you know, I talked to uh, Trigg's dad last week, and I mean. There was motivation to make sure that you got someplace and got rolling. Mm-hmm. It's a big year for him. If you're doing that, you got to go. Yeah, it's a big year for him. You know, you want to you want to learn the system and learn the people and learn the program. And the faster you do that, the better equipped you are when September rolls around. Yeah. I mean, look, it won't make a difference if you miss the workout Wednesday. <laughs> I mean, it's not that's not going to mean anything. But well, you you seem to get but in you want to get going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you want to get. Moving. You don't want to wait so long that you have a problem for the semester. Yeah. June is not the answer. No, no. You want to get moving. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Again, Ole Miss, Missouri tonight from uh, the Pavilion, 6 o'clock start time for the Rebels and the Tigers. So um, You're going to put together an analysis piece and a notebook, is that correct? Uh, yes. Break down the 10 key plays of the game. Awesome. Um, that, led to, that led to the Ole Miss win over Missouri. I expect them to win the basketball game tonight. Um, so, Rebels, Tigers tonight, 6 o'clock. We'll be back with you tomorrow. My mic's going to fall. I don't know what's going on. Um back with you tomorrow for another edition of the show so hope all of you have a wonderful day that's probably true and we'll talk to you again very soon everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well magnesium is the number one mineral that 75 percent of americans are deficient in if you are a woman over 35 magnesium will help you rediscover balance energy and vitality magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body including those involved in hormonal balance from functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.